and welcome to another episode of Lex Education, the comedy science podcast where comedian me, Laura, can't think of a Halloween name when I'm already halfway through saying it, Laura, Spectlora, Rora. Like a lion, Rory. Like a spooky a lion spooky monster. lion. Rora Lex. Hex. Hex. Laura Hex. <laughs> anyway, back to this worst introduction of any podcast ever, yeah, which a normal sucked. podcast... Also, are we doing... We're just re-record. Are we doing an intro, outro right now? Yes, yeah, a special episode. Okay. But we're doing intros, outros for the other Halloween episode. Yes, Ron. We're terrible at this. <laughs> really bad. People have already heard that, haven't they? Yeah, it was last week, mate. We haven't recorded the intro yet. <laughs> Why didn't we just do it as part of the episode? We were, it was the same room episode. We were giddy. We were giddy. We love to we be drinking giddy. petrol tea. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Um, it's not a same room episode today. Not even a same country episode today, Ron. No, you're in Norway. I'm in Norway, which I was just telling you about, and then we got halfway through and decided we'd save it to to have this conversation in front of you guys. So I was just telling Ron, I'm over in Norway, and I'm hosting a week of shows here, but I'm the only act doing their set in English. <laughs> the other acts are all Norwegians, and so just doing their set in Norwegian, which makes perfect sense. We're in Norway, but I don't speak Norwegian or understand it, and I can't tell jokes in it. So I am sort of like hosting the show in English, and then I introduce an act, go and sit down, the audience lasts for 15 minutes and I have no idea what's going on and then just have to come back up and carry on the show. I have learned, though, that um, ecstasy pill is the same in English and Norwegian. Uh, you'd think the pill would nah, no. be translatable. Ecstasy no? pill, exactly the same in both languages. There are a lot of... Are you, are you going clubbing? And so you're learning this? No, it was or in somebody's this... set. And I was like, oh, this is a joke about an ecstasy pill, I think. He also mentioned Michael Jackson. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the jokes were about, but hey, I understood those setups. Um, But yes, I'm having a lovely time. I only got here yesterday, so I haven't really done much. And I was here last year. Oh, hello, I'm Ron. Oh, yeah, he's Ron. (laughs) Hello, Ron. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Good. Back to me. Um, Yeah, so I only got here yesterday, so I haven't done loads yet, because today I just kind of... I had a workout this morning. I did an hour of calming yoga and then I had a big meeting with my agency planning next year and then just chilled out and got a load of work done. Edited an episode that's not due to go out till January, but we nice. actually recorded it so long ago. I was like sat down to edit it and was like, holy shit, like we are still very Egathon heavy. <laughs> <laughs> not going out until January. Uh, but, yeah, a fun episode. Um, nice. But it's Halloween I've, week. I've been doing a big cook today. Oh, what you cooked, Ron? Uh, making falafel and all the trimmings. Oh, what's, what is the trimming with falafel? Like tzatziki? Yeah, I made, sa- well, I made vegan tzatziki. I've made a tabale. I've made salsa verde. Tabale. I've made a Greek salad. Mate, it's like cooking along with hummus. Ron again. Mm. Look at you oh, yeah, go. I forgot we made all these things. Yeah, do you remember Cook Along? What a weird night that was. That was fun. Talk yeah, about we should giddy. do that again sometime. No. Ron was... Tom was so sad about all the cleaning up. 
We should do it again, but clean up after ourselves. But Tom got all the delicious food. Yeah. All right, 500 patrons. We'll do another cook-along. Yeah, bitches. Yeah, bitches. Um, uh, Speaking of patrons... I think there'll be a special episode out this Friday because we've now doubled the content. I think it's the second laughter episode is going oh, out class this clown. Friday. Yeah, we're looking more about laughter theory. Yeah, that'll be out this Friday. So join the Patreon. Mm. Ooh, or we'll mm. haunt you. Spooky. Halloween is spooky. Are you going trick-or-treating for Halloween, Ron? Uh no. I am going to a fancy dress party this weekend. Oh, what are you going as? So it's Poirot themed. So I'm I've bought some earmuffs and an inflatable crocodile and I'm deaf on the Nile. I love it, Ron. Yeah. Yes. I ate because Poirot is what am I I didn't want to just go as some fancy lad you know which I think a lot of people are going to do um and also I love a costume that you can abandon easily yes 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 yeah um I'm not doing that for the fancy dress thing I'm going to this month which actually will be the night before the live show I'm going to a labyrinth party oh yeah yeah you don't want to go that way You'll go straight to that castle. Yeah, I am going as the worm. Um, but That's I'm, what I wanted to go to that party at. You should come, mate. You're, oh, no, you're in London that weekend. Yeah. Um, I'm taking charge of the podcast trick-or-treating, though. Oh, cute. Because I will be up in Scotlandshire for Halloween. Um, oh, yeah. Nathan's and obviously... And niece are going... Yeah, so they're going to go trick-or-treating together. Um, they Jeez. were going to go as Pain and Panic from Hercules, which I think would have been dead cute. But nephew of the podcast has changed his mind and wants to go as Peter Pan, so child of the podcast will be going as Tinkerbell. But oh, Tinkerbell yeah, nice. in a coat. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Inverness at that time of year is no, going to be... You uh, can't be that slutty uh, no, Inverness at that time of the year. No bustier for you, child of the podcast. Um, but anyway, Ron, anyway... Smooth. That's all in the future for us and in the today for the listener or the yesterday, depending on how prompt a listener they are. Or if you're listening to this in three, four years' time, a couple of years ago. Yeah, or maybe you're using this to discern what civilization was like in 2023. It was mm, mainly brother, back. sister, podcast, duos, burping. Oh my God, before we do <laughs> we started the call. And then Ron got a message that he had to deal with, and I thought I was muted and did the worst. Part. Yeah, I, I got a call from uh, one of the people in my team, and I had to help her out with an urgent work matter. And I could just hear Laura snuffling around her hotel room like a hog, eating. What were you eating? I was eating an eat natural protein packed peanut bar. Yeah, sounded like yeah. it. And then she ate that and then ripped a fat burp right into the microphone. I thought I'd muted because you said, can you mute, please? And I swear I did. Yeah, and then I you did. just didn't. I thought I did. Sorry about that burp, Ron. Woof. I wouldn't have left that in the podcast if it had been recorded. I'd have had to cut that. It was it was rumbly. Yeah. It's what Not happens when you that- have a hotel breakfast. I love just full of so many different foods.
Halloween. Spooky. I forgot like eight times what we were going to commentate. Even though it's in the spreadsheet. Oh, stick your spreadsheet but up your hoop. So I don't care. You love spreadsheets and you need to know what's going on. I don't understand why you don't love it. No, this is, see, this is what people like you get wrong about spreadsheets all the time. You go, oh, Ron loves spreadsheets. He's going to love this spreadsheet I make. No, I like to do, like, complex formulas and stuff. I'm forever getting asked for help in Excel. And then I get real excited, like, they want some juicy freaking formulas in there. And they're like, can you help me format this, please? Every fucking time. Well, you can at least appreciate my organisation, though, Ron. Yeah, I like it. I just don't look at it. But then you don't know what's going on. I do a good job. I made a new tab today. Plans for social media to try and boost our audience. Nice. What's in there? Well, you remember some of the things we talked about last time I brought this up, like you recording videos of facts and then I bought you that fact book so you could write facts? Yes. It's that mainly. (laughs) Laura, I've moved countries. Ah. Ah, hey, and no one's more proud of you than me, but now it's time for me to start prodding you again. Oh, okay. I'm just not good at... You wanted me to just record, like, stock phrases to camera. Hey, I I tried that that as an idea. You didn't like it. We never revisited it. Now I just need you to look at a camera and tell interesting facts. Look, Laura, I'm one of life's great improvisers. You cannot. Yeah, so get just me... improvise to a camera, Ron. No, it can't be done like that. Yeah, well, it fucking has to be because otherwise we're never going to have more listeners and that can't happen. We have to come up with a cool, natural. I'll get drunk and do it. All right, do that. I don't care. That's... Yeah, that's fine. Um, all right, Halloween. <laughs> Whoa, the handset of this phone is so heavy. Anyway, Halloween! <laughs> so, we're carrying Maybe on. Maybe it's our... heavy because it's haunted and full of ghosts. Halloween themed destruction. Well done. So, we're carrying on um, our path um, through. Oh no! Oh, fucking hell. I finished Laura. my tea, but look, the bag had clearly broken and there's lots of loose tea in the bottom. Sorry, Ron. What's the spookiest thing in the room you're in, Laura? Um, Probably this very annoying lamp behind me that is just so impractical. I don't understand why you'd ever make it. See this here? It's stooped like Quasimodo. And it swings wildly through the room, attacking you. Wrong. Oh. Something that haunts the nightmares is very Halloween themed. My womb. <laughs> no. uh. That was very funny. That's the funniest thing you've done in a while. Oh, thanks, Ron. <laughs> I was listening to the Moon episode um, recently, and that little song that I sing. <laughs> At the beginning, really made me laugh. It's a good job we amuse ourselves. Yeah, this is mainly for us. When we no, never Laura. ever do any social media stuff and it is just us listening to it every week, hey, then we can really stop doing all the stuff for the mainstream. 
No, Laura. I edited the pop quiz too that's going out in January today, and for a full five minutes, we just laugh over my pronunciation of the word propanon. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> little little sneak peek of what's going out on the Patreon in January 2024. Um, no, Laura, I'm talking about your skeleton. Oh! Dem bones, dem bones. Ah, oh, as I call it, my womb prison. <laughs> Shouldn't have gone back to the womb. <laughs> it's perfect the first it's time. It's a callback, man. We'll edit it so, out. I um, so I've I've done I've I've really enjoyed my research on the, on the skeleton. First fact for you, Laura. Mm-hmm. First fact: there's loads of different types of skeletons. Oh, can you name any? Exo. Yep. Indo. Endo. Endo. Yep. <laughs> uh, soft. There's. Did you know that some things have what's called a hydroskeleton? What? Like an inflatable with water? Kind of. A flexible internal structure supported by the hydrostatic pressure of body fluids. Huh. Hang on, that's Mm. ringing a bell. I feel like I've encountered something that does that. And then they can, like, change their body shape depending on where they shoot water to. Yeah. Mm, I think I've seen that on a documentary somewhere or something. No, things like bugs, they have exoskeletons. That's a shell, effectively. Yeah. Um, humans, mammals, birds, lizards, dogs, <laughs> horses, they all have endoskeletons. Yes. Birds have very light bones because they need to be able to fly. Yes. Humans have normal bones. No, that that is ethnocentric or whatever the word is for species-centric thinking yeah it's, it's my reference mammalian centric i don't know what we'd call it anthrocentric sure sure um here's a fun fact laura do you know where the word skeleton comes from um skeleton mm, skelly skel skel greek <laughs> Yes, ancient Greek, but for what? Um, Let's say uh, it's ancient Greek for scaffolding. No, it's ancient Greek for dried up. Uh. (laughs) Oh, I guess because they mainly found skeletons like with no bodies in them rather than thinking about the skeleton inside us. (laughs) What on earth has made you think this? <laughs> well, because I, I don't think of my skeleton as dried up because it's covered in mush. But if I found a skeleton out in the wild, it, it would be like a pirate skeleton, you know, like dusty with a diamond in its mouth. So... Do you remember that bit in um, Rescue Us Down of- Under with the devil's bayou? And it was like glinting in his eye. And she had to prise it open with a sword. or oh, poor pen. Yeah. So, a couple of things on that. <laughs> oh, I suppose actually they'd have eaten animals and found the skeletons in there. That would be the most common skeleton, wouldn't it? Do you remember in Asterix and Obelix when he'd eat a wild boar and he'd just, like, pull the whole skeleton out? Yeah. So that was going to be my one of my points, is that, yeah, they, they probably saw a lot of bones. Also, like, who? I think... 
Greek lads, you know, they were forming phalanxes at the weekend and bashing their neighbours. I think they saw quite a lot of human skeletons in the wet. So why are they talking about it being dry bones then? Well, that was going to be my other point, actually, Laura. The English word skeleton comes from the ancient Greek for dried up. I am not saying... It's not coming from the ancient Greek for skeleton. Oh! So we're the idiots, not the Greeks. What did Greeks call a skeleton? I don't know. Me neither. Oh, but then we just started calling it a dry-up? That doesn't make any sense. Hang on, what ancient Greek translator... Come for the gory Halloween details. Stay for the ancient Greek translator. Come for... Percy, that it. I don't know how to. What? Oh. What? It's just going to be a Greek word. This isn't going to tell us anything. (laughs) And then you'll translate it and it'll say skeleton. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But that's the trouble with the Greeks. They don't have much etymology, do they? Because they just invented it all. No. No, that's not true, is it? Um, next fact. Do you know how many bones a human has? Um, 300 and something. Nope. 292. Nope. 570. Nope. 400 and something? Nope. 200 and something? Yes. 270? No. Well, you you should have actually asked, depend... How old they are, Yeah, you have more when you're a kid, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. So you actually start at 270-ish, and then that decreases to 206, which the thought of that is... 64 bones go away? Yeah. What, meld together? Yeah. Where? What extra joints have you got? Well, you'd have fewer joints, wouldn't you? No, I mean as a kid. Well, like your skull is in like 10 parts or something when you're a kid. Uh, That's how you slide out a fanny. Yikes! Yeah. Oh, yeah, so it can keep growing. So what, then? Are your legs in two parts? I don't think so. What else is in two parts? I don't know. You've got more spine? No. Kids are bendy. Yeah. Got more arms? (laughs) How can you just have all these extra bones? Kid extra bones. Oh, got extra foot bones, I think. Ugh, bone spurs and children's feet. Um, what extra bones? Why do human do babies, babies have? have more bones? <clears throat> oh, they're all really far apart from each other as well. Yeah, babies are disgusting. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree, actually, Ron. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. Um, you know how much of your body in mass is made up of your bones? Mm, 30%. 14. Well, surely that depends how fat you are, though. Or how yep. muscular. Yeah, so it's uh, about 11 kilograms for an average person. Jeez. All right. Yeah. Oh, man, that means Reaches a lot of m- me as other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 86%. 
Um, it, you reach maximum mass of your bones between the ages of 25 and 30. So I, I'm approaching maximum oh, bone no, mass. Oh, no, I'm undensifying. Yeah. Oh, bones. Well, well, no, you might have plateaued on good mass. Yeah, hopefully. I eat a lot of yogurt. Yeah, that's. That's calcium, isn't it? Yeah. Yogurt. What are you doing? What are you reading about? Nothing. I'm just arranging the screen so that I can see the recording and you. Oh, I really want yeah. to go and blow my nose. Don't do that. The human skeleton, <laughs> Laura. <laughs> yeah. Human skeleton is 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 split into two different parts, eh? So you've got. It's the more abs- parts than that, Ron. It's two hundred and six. Well, there's two different sections, I guess. Up and you've down. Got- now you've got the axial and the appendicular. Oh. So the axial is kind of your trunk. I don't have a trunk. I am a lady. You're, you're all trunk. No. Um, no. <laughs> I've got an yeah. inverse trunk. No. Yeah. Like your trunk. Torso, Ron. No, trunk from, from, from butt to head. <laughs> Yeah, pelvis and that. Your core. Yeah, your, your trunk. Ribs. Why are you not accepting the word trunk? Because I was a doing thing. a trunk being a dick bit and you've just breezed past it. I've rejected it. It's yeah. not good enough. Well. <laughs> <sighs> so you've got the axial skeleton. That's made up of 80 bones. 34. And then you've got the allied skeleton. Mm. Uh? None left of them, actually. My womb? <laughs> Everyone's the bad guys now. Oh, it is grim. Um, spine, that's 34 bones, man. That's a lot. When you've only got 206, 34 in one piece of apparatus. Well, here's a fucked up thing, right? There's so many fucking bones in your hand. Yeah, hands and feet are big bonio places, aren't they? If you l- lost your hands, you'd have lost over half your bones. Whoa! Yeah, because... Considering like, imag- the whole middle bit doesn't even really move that much, that's a lot. Imagine, right, like, you you got a call from, like, one of my friends and they're like, Ron's been in a terrible accident. He's lost half his bones. You'd be like, what the fuck? (laughs) And then they were like... I assume I'm on the phone to Noah here because no one else would describe an accident in these terms. (laughs) And, and And then, like, they were like, yeah, his hands were ripped off. You'd be like, ooh, phew, just that. Or you're just some hands now, (laughs) like two little things. Ugh. I saw a tweet the other day that um, was like a snapshot of one of those films that implied um, thing jerks Uncle Fester off. Oh, no. (laughs) It was like an actual quote from the movie. Um, Yeah. And then you've got the rib cage. That's part (laughs) of your... (laughs) That's part of your axial skeleton as well. Yeah, ribs are weird, aren't they? There's like that one at the bottom that's just doing nothing. I don't think you have one at the bottom. Yeah, I have. Comes about halfway as long as all the other ones and just sits there. And most of them go up into the big butterfly shape and then there's one that just sits underneath. Huh. 
Yeah, on both sides. I can feel it. Oh, okay, yeah, on both sides. Um, Have you got an extra one that's... Men have an extra rib, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what women are made of, isn't it? I think so. Fucking daft. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking stupid religion. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's not my favourite thing, but, you know, it's doing so much good in the world. Um, And then you've got your head, the skull. You know how many bones are in your skull? 14. 22. Oh. What? Where? Like your jaw and your skull. What else is there? I don't know. A teeth bones. <laughs> outside bones. Outside, outside bones. Bone. <laughs> Trident yeah, gum is the chewiest gum. <laughs> hang from your they gums. hang from your lips like bats. Oh, outside <laughs> bones. Outside bones. Everybody knows your teeth are outside bones. And when you're a kid, they fall from your head, so to make things less weird, we say we sold them to a demon that your parents know. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. <sighs> Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, for anybody that's wondering what this bit is and wishing to enjoy it for themselves. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, 22, 22 bones. Hang and on. seven associated bones. What are the 22 bones of the skull? Right. Hang on. Okay. The skull is divisible into two parts. You've got the cranium, which lodges and protects the brain. That's got eight bones in it, Ron. Occipital. Huh, two You really think of it as a one but... No, it's eight pieces. And then the skeleton of the face has 14, two nasal bones, two maxillae, two lacrimals, two zygomatics. The skull is zygomatic. <laughs> Why is skull lightning? Um, two palatines and two inferior nasal conchi, voma and a mandible. That's the jaw. Speak for yourself. Yeah, well, yours is superior. Yeah, so no, not including your outside bone teeth. There are I like the snephoid. The snephoid. Snephoid. Oh, yeah. he Sphenoidal, I think, Ron. Uh, It's just called a sphenoid on this one. Sphenoidal. Ethmoidal. Yes. Those are your 22 head bones. Your head Mm. bones connected to... That song really simplified it based on this, didn't it? Yeah, Parikh. Connected to the frontal temporal and occipital. The frontal temporal and occipital connected to the ear, the nasal, the have to sing that psychomatic, song? the spherefoid, and the mandible. Do you think what? people at medical school have to sing that properly with every bone? 207 bones later. I don't think they sing to learn. <laughs> I think that's a sex education. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody sent me a TikTok the other day that was like somebody with ADHD who's like, do you know how hard it is to have a conversation when everything anybody says makes a song pop into your head? (laughs) It's like, is that an ADHD thing? The evidence is mounting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You you got a funny brain, but that's okay. We like it. Yeah. It's weird how much things make you think of songs when... you're not really that fussed about music. No, never listen to music. That must be haunting. That would be like me just forever getting, like, I don't know, just sports facts <laughs> popping into my head all the time. Just, you know, every now and again, I just think of a really banging goal I saw once. 
Um, yeah. So, the, uh, and then Laura, you've got your appendicular bones. So that's kind of the ones that are appendixy on the edges. So you know, you got your pectoral girdles, your upper what? limbs, pectoral your pelvic girdle. You got we call your that pelvic girdle too. <laughs> got your pelvic girdle too. I've refused Laura. to wear a pelvic girdle since two thousand and one. Or pelvis is the other word for a pelvic girdle. I think we should pelvic girdle. That should be the name of our band. Pelvis Resley. Pelvic, pelvic Girdle, when we're doing Lex Education the Musical, can be the in-house band. All right, I like it. Um, and the lower limbs. Oh, well, that's their function. It says on Wikipedia, their functions are to make locomotion possible. <laughs> well, and to protect the major organs of digestion, excretion, and reproduction. Saving your poo glands! Basically. Um, protect the shitter! Come on, man. Other... Nobody lives forever. Uh, I've been turned into a cow. Can I go home? Other fun bone facts I found, Laura. The only bone in the human body not connected to another is the hyoid, which is why you don't hear about it in the song. Oh. A V-shaped bone located at the base of the tongue. There's a bone at the back of your tongue? Wait, base. Apparently. Is base the back or the front? It's the base. Tip. That's the talking? tip, isn't it? Yeah. That's fun because that's two tongue facts. Fun tongue. Two fun tongue. Two fun tongue facts. That's hard to say. Try and say that. Two fun tongue facts. Two fun tongue facts. Oh, you said it. Okay. Because um, the tongue is the only muscle in the body that's only connected at one end. Hmm. And now it's got the only bone that's not connected to anything. What's it the there hyoid. for then? Just the hyoid's something. connected to. Nothing. Nothing. Um, <laughs> what, what, what's it for then? Just for stability? It's V-shaped. No, Ron. What's it for? What's it for? <gasps> I'll edit out you typing if you find out. Insert some music which will make it seem like Ron knows the answer here. Now, it's funny that you should ask that, Laura, because... Mm. The the hyoid bone it, it's it's horseshoe shaped bone hmm. situated at the anterior midline of the neck between the chin and the thyroid cartilage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it's classed as an irregular bone. Mm-hmm. It has horns, greater horns, lesser horns. Horns. Yeah. Function. Uh, I'm, I mean, now I'm going to talk about the function that I know. It's it, uh, it's present in many mammals. Uh, it allows a wider range of tongue, pharyngeal, and laryngeal movements. Oh, okay, so that's what it's for then. Oh, I'm trying to drink my water, but the ice won't melt oh. in the water. So this Very bone thirsty. allows us basically to um, uh, um, uh, it makes us uh, it allows us to make a wider range of sounds. That's really useful because without that, we wouldn't have podcasting. We also wouldn't have podcasting without. Wait, wait, wait! Help. Hang on, hang on! No, well, no, that's first wrong. Advert. Its descent in living creatures is not unique to Homo sapiens and does not allow the production of a wide range of sounds. Well, bloody hell! Contradict yourself, moron! No, I misread it the first time. With a lower larynx, men do not produce a wider range of sounds than women and two-year-old babies. <laughs> <laughs> what? Moreover, the larynx position of Neanderthals was not a handicap in producing speech sounds. That's quite obnoxious. (laughs) 
sorry, Ron. I don't know if I can drink the tap water here, and there's no water on this floor. There's only an ice machine, so I'm having to fill my water bottle with ice and then melt it with a bit of kettle water. I'm sure you can. It's Scandinavia. Can you drink... Where are you? <laughs> Oslo. Oslo tap water. In summary, L.A. tap water is legally safe to drink. L.A.? Yeah, I misspelled Oslo. <laughs> As Los Angeles. <laughs> tap water is considered safe to drink all over Norway. Fabulous. Well done, Norway. I shall be hydrated at last. Um... Uh, did you? Here's something that fucked me up earlier. Turtle shells. You know that's their ribs. No. Outside ribs. Outside <laughs> ribs. Everybody knows your shell is outside ribs. I did see a thing the other day that was like you've got to stop considering turtles and tortoises going inside their shell. That is them. But they still go inside it. Like, yeah, if I put my like finger up my butthole, my finger's still you know? in my butthole. <laughs> yeah, but, like, if you go like that, that's kind of what a turtle's doing, you know? It's just, like, covering its head with its arms. Who told you this? <laughs> <laughs> and why were they wasting thought power on it? It's the same person that popped round to tell me about the earth bulging. <laughs> I don't know, I just saw it. Saw a picture of like an inside out turtle kind of thing. <laughs> I just, yeah, I, don't, I don't know if it was just the way you said it there, but it really smacked of like the sort of like social justice kind of, you have to stop considering <laughs> turtles like that. It's actually quite offensive to turtle culture. <laughs> yeah. But I think, no, what I mean is, I don't think they're like snails, you know, like a snail can survive without its shell you know it's not like no it can't i think it can no that's not what slugs are i know that but basically like a snail yeah no you're thinking of hermit crabs all right then hermit crabs turtles are not like hermit crabs they're fully (laughs) attached to their shells yeah it's their ribs yeah that's what i'm saying but they can still go inside the shell can't no they're more like Tucking up, then like going in. Tucking up, wait, 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 let's pull that thread. Tucking up where? Like, they're like curling up in a ball. That's like turtle curling. Inside up. their shell. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know, okay? The meme made more sense than I currently am. Oh, fine, I will Google it. Turtles going inside shell. Um, oh, how do you find just a random meme you once saw? I I don't know, Ron, and it doesn't matter. Oh, I found a cut through of a turtle, though. Anyway, carry on. The Cucharosaurus femur bone the is Cucciosaurus? the biggest bone. Cucharosaurus is the biggest bone ever found. 1.9 meters. Whoa! It weighed over 100 kilograms and required. Well, it says this, right? It says, which spanned 1.9 meters, was split into three parts, each weighing over 100 kilograms and required three people to lift it up. Well, yeah, because it was split into three pieces. Yeah. 
And that's just a female one. Imagine what a moral one would have been. Because they're usually bigger in nature. <laughs> Womb. <laughs> Dinosaurs didn't have wombs, did they? No. Cool. Eggs. And that's Egg skeletons, wound. Laura. Do you feel spooked? Yeah, spooky. Spook, spooky, spooky, Laura. Spook. Spook, spook when you're spoken to. <laughs> Don't judge a spook by its spook. <laughs> Don't spook a dog when it's down. Well, uh, we've got, we've got more though. That's not the end of the episode. Because what's the other spooky body from Halloween? Scooby Doo. <laughs> Spooky Doo. No. Sc- Scooby Spook. It's mummies. I am terrified of our mum. <laughs> what if she calls me? Tells me about something and I have to care. That won't happen. Oh, it does. You uh, me the other day to tell me what she's got the nephews for Christmas. Oh, yeah, she told me about that as well. She didn't ring me, though. Just messaged you? No, no, I saw her in person at the oh, weekend. Oh, yeah, 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 you did. did. Were you allowed to cook? Um, I did cook on the Sunday, but only through a misunderstanding. She had prepared everything. Oh, right. Just in case yeah. you try and put celery or carrots in it. No, I made jerk, jerk, jerk rice. Joke rice? Jerk rice. Why did these okay. grains cross the road? Pass Maddie. (laughs) Oh, oh. I got one, I got one. Okay. Why did... uh, Rice walks into a bar. Barman says, why the long grain? I love it. Yes. Good work. So, mummies, Laura. Not a lot on mummies, (laughs) science-wise. Really? I would have thought the embalming would be full of science. Well, no, it wasn't, um, unfortunately... (laughs) I did. I did look. I kept. I was like. I was like. I found something in the New Scientist about mummification and stuff. Does anywhere still mummify people? Well, there's two types of mummies, man. There's uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's spontaneous and anthropological. So spontaneous mummies, they're happening everywhere. What, like if you fall into a peat bog? If you fall into a peat bog, if you went in a dry cave and died, oh. you might become a mummy. A dry cave? Um, a dry cave. Ah, oh, maybe that's why we call bones skeletons. We found them all in dry caves. Well, no, because then they'd be mummies and not skeletons. You make very good points, Ron. <laughs> so a mummy is just a dead human or animal whose soft tissues and organs have been preserved, either intentionally or accidentally, um, by chemicals, extreme cold very low humidity or a lack of air so that the recovered body does not decay further if kept in cool and dry conditions. Why are they called mummies? Well, thanks for asking, Laura. The English word mummy is derived... (laughs) (laughs) The English word mummy is derived from the Latin mumia, borrowing of the medieval Arabic word mumia, which meant 
an embalmed corpse. Okay. Yeah. Just a straight translation and then we've Britishified it. We will not try yes. and pronounce your words. So up until like the uh, like the sixteenth century, like around then, mummy only specifically meant like a proper on purpose Egypty one. Mm-hmm. Um, like uh, a peat bog lad wouldn't have counted, but now we do use it for both. But I bet when people were finding peat bog people back in the day, they weren't knowing how long it. They weren't like, hey, this guy's been here forever. They were probably like, what's this critter? Yeah. Probably died last week. Look at you. Like, they wouldn't have known he's been preserved. Or they probably looked strange and then they thought it was some kind of demon or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mummies uh, are found around the world. There's lots of different cultures that have mummified around things. Around the world, around the world. Over one million animal mummies have Love been found songs in Egypt. later. And here I am. Many of those cats. Ah! Same as the viewers. Don't know. Can't remember any of the songs from Cats. It was too harrowing. Memories. <laughs> yeah. Mummies. <laughs> <laughs> The oldest mummy ever found um, was found in Spirit Cave and was uh, a natural mummy, um, 10,000 years old. Whoa, that's fucking old, man. It's well old. Spirit Cave? uh, North America in Nevada. Very low humidity. He looks gross. Spirit Cave. Hang on, I've got a pick. I will... um, like, we'll put this on looks, the Instagram, won't you, Ron? He looks gross, but kind of like you want to bite into him. Um, I don't know if I'm going to believe you. Oh, yeah, he looks like he's... Um, he looks like um, a toffee One of those apple. shells. He looks <laughs> no, like, like the, a toffee like apple the chocolate, um No, the chocolate um, praline shells, you know, the yeah. ones that look like shrimp and Helian, stuff. like Belgian chocolates. Yeah, he's got that kind of a hue. Yeah. And he's dabbing. <laughs> he, he is popping a fiery dab. <laughs> I hope I die in a cool position. And then I want my coffee. No, actually, I want to be burned. I don't care. But I hope I die in a cool position. Yeah. he's He looks like a leathery bag. Yeah. He does look like somebody's getting him ready to put him in a sous vide. Yeah, or kind of like he'd just be you know, like out on a surface at your mum's house with um, potpourri in his tummy. Yeah, yeah. This is actually carved. It's it's authentic. None of that touristy crap. We got it in Malta at the airport. Wow, your stubble sounded real strong there. So he's 10,000 years old. The oldest... Um, he's got such a crick in the neck. Very nice. Thank you. The oldest deliberately made mummies, um, not Egypt, surprisingly. Oh. No, from the Camarones Valley of Chile. Oh, hello, Chile. Yeah. They be- they belong to the Ule people, I'm going to say. U-H-L-E. Okay. Um, uh, sorry, no, they belong to what the Ule called the Chinchoro culture, which was lasted from 9,000 to 3,000 years ago. In southern Peru and northern Chile. 
they were a coastal people that uh, that lived mainly eating fish. And how did they embalm their people then? Were they wrapped in bandages or were we talking like done in smokers? How how did they keep them? Um, or is I that not really it, recorded? I imagine it had mostly to do with the altitude, but let's have a look. Mm, yeah, I suppose if you put them in a cave up at high altitude. Um, changed over time. Um, they did remove the, some of the organs. Um, they put sticks in there to hold it open, and then oh. they put then they stuffed it with vegetables. Stuffed it with vegetables? Vegetable matter. Um, then they put a clay mask on, even if the mummy was already completely covered in dry clay, it says. <laughs> Why would the <laughs> mummy have... Like if they died in a clay accident? Don't know. It's just what it says. The mummy received a clay mask, even if the mummy was already completely covered in dried clay. Of course, of course. Um, a process which the body... Um, was wrapped in the reeds and left out to dry for 30 to 40 days. Okay. Yeah. Did they do that to everyone? So it was much more widespread in Chinchorro culture than Egyptian culture, which mm. is obviously mainly for, um, like, the, 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 you know, lefty Fairies. liberal elite. Yeah. Um, it, the oldest Egyptian mummy dates back to 5,500 years ago. Um, and then... Uh, oh, bloody hell. Spirit Cave guy was already 5,000 years old. <clears throat> yeah, that's fucking mad. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, um, in, in Egypt, um, it reached... It became a very sophisticated part of Egyptian culture. They loved it. Um, particular heights um, in the the New Kingdom about uh, 2,500 years ago. Oh. They used to pull all the brain out and not care about it, didn't they? Because they thought it was just gubbins. Um, yeah, they definitely... Well, they pulled all the organs out. But and like some of them, them they put jars. in jars. But I think the brain they just used to throw away because they didn't know what it was. They just thought it was goop. Interesting. I didn't know that. I think, um, <clears throat> unless that's like a common myth, you know, Q, QI idiot noise. Maybe. Um, they had different ways of doing it. Do you want to hear about one of them? Yes. So Herodotus described these. Father of history, Herodotus, big up, big H. Hey, Daddy um, H. The most perfect method is, so this is what would happen to like pharaohs and stuff like that, I think. Um, it was expensive um, and it would preserve the body by dehydration so that um, like a lot of this, it seems, was so that insects and stuff wouldn't get the bodies because that was that was bad. Um, so um, it says here, Laura, first the brain was removed through from the cranium through the nose. The grey matter was discarded. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Um, so they did this with an iron hook. Ugh. That sounds Ugh. rank. Ugh. A rod was used to liquefy the brain in, inside the cranium. And then drained out the nose via gravity. Oh, Christ, that is disgusting. <laughs> yeah, really... A little brain whisk. And then you just <laughs> let it all come out. I just love, I just love that. Just like uh, most, uh, most reverent and, and powerful pharaoh. <laughs> <laughs> um, next, 
um, uh, then they rinsed the skull with certain drugs that cleared the brain residue and had the effect of killing bacteria. Mm-hmm. Um, then they made an incision along the flank and removed the... I hate the, the idea that I have a flank. It's such an unflattering <laughs> word. <laughs> flank. But I won't mummify you when you die. Please um, don't. I don't even want to have a gravestone. I'd love to be mummified, but with no gravestone. Where would you want to be? Mm, under the stairs. <laughs> like just use you as a coat rack, like taxidermy. No, just amongst the bobbish and the, the boxes. <laughs> oh, like a, like Skellig. Um, uh, they remove the contents of the abdomen. Herodotus doesn't discuss the, the preservation method of the organs here. Uh, but they do have special jars for different things. Just uh, put them in a jar with a bit of that, like... Brain gunk. Well, you know, what's that, um... The the gingham cloth. Punch? And then you just, like, tighten oh, that muslin. up. Oh, Little bon marmon label. Hmm. Um, I was, I was picturing, like, nice little jars, you know, with, yeah, like the gingham lids. Yeah. Like, you get fancy jam in. Yeah, that's That's exactly what I want what my organs put in. Oh, uh, I think. Wait, you meant, like, so you want to be under the stairs, but then with your organs somewhere else? In a jar, yeah. Not under the stairs. No, pantry. Ron. Um. Then that was rinsed with palm wine. Oh. And, and an infusion of crushed fragrant herbs and spices. It sounds delicious. <laughs> yeah, well, your skull's on drugs. Your <laughs> body is being boozed up with fancy potpourri. Herodotus says, um, describes this mix as every other sort of spice except frankincense. No, frankincense for the corpse. No, frankincense for you. Uh, the body was then dehydrated by Franken- placing it nonsense. in natron, a naturally occurring salt, for 70 days. Natron. Herodotus insists that the body did not stay in the natron longer than 70 days. What happens after that? It gets too dry, starts aging. I guess, like, starts crisping up, snaps off when you try and get it that in crackling. the sarcophagus. Yeah. Yeah. Dust. Um, any shorter time, the body would not be completely dehydrated. Any longer, and the body would be too stiff to move into position for wrapping. My name's Tutankhamun, and I'm here to say... <laughs> The embalmers then washed the body again and wrapped it with linen bandages. And that's where we get the idea of the mummy, like the chasing Scooby-Doo around. Indeed. It was then covered in gum that modern research has shown is both a waterproofing agent and antimicrobial. Oh. At this point, it was given back to the family. These perfect mummies were <laughs> this placed is your in problem now. human-shaped wooden cases. Wealthy people placed these wooden cases in stone sarcophagi that provided further protection. The family placed the sarcophagi in the tomb upright against a wall, according to Herodotus. Good for them. Yeah. Um, the inexpensive method, the third and least expensive method of the embalmers offered, was to clear the intestines with an unnamed liquid injected as an enema. The body was then placed in natron for 70 days and returned to the family. Herodotus gives no further details. Oh, what? So they just got all the shit out but left all the organs in and salted <laughs> yeah. it? Flushed it through, salted, back to the family. Nice. Budget. Yeah, budget. Yeah. That's for when you haven't done your co-op funeral plan. 
So we've got there's 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 loads of there's 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 mummies from around the world. Loads of them are real gross. We've got some from Africa, Canary Islands, Libya, South Africa, from South Africa. Then the the Asia in Asia, we've got some from China, Iran. The Iran one is all fucking messed up. This guy's. It makes me feel then like like a lot of these are coming from the hotter parts of the world. It it makes me feel like it was a much more. Is that because <coughs> it's easier to dry things, isn't it? Yeah, that that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, the Iran one is creepy. Yeah, he's gross. Yeah. Um, Siberia, the Philippines. And then, yeah, for Europe, it's mainly bog bodies. Bog bodies! There's some in the Czech Republic it's that right, came from bog bodies. underground crypts. Um, while there's some evidence of deliberate mummification, it mainly looks like that just kind of happened. What about in the, like, tar springs or whatever in, in um, California? Hmm, let's see. Is that George of the Jungle where he ends up in there looking for mammoths? Some kind of prehistoric film of the 90s where someone comes back from the past. Oh, God. Ugh. Tell us what you're looking at, Ron. <laughs> Sorry, it's a mummy of a six-month-old boy. Oh, no. Um. Yeah, that's from Greenland. Grim. Well, um, I don't need to see that today. Yeah. Don't no. worry about it. They come me. from all over the world, and that's mummies. Hey, Ron, I've had such a glorious time. Lovely. That's Halloween. Halloween 2023. We hope you enjoyed our two Halloween episodes. Yeah, we love Halloween. Maybe next year we'll do a full month. Oh, maybe. I mean, maybe. Um... <laughs> Uh, thanks for listening join the Patreon new episode out this week we're looking at laughter theory delving even further into that and just hey be nice to yourselves okay and be nice to everyone else as well treat them like treat yourself treat no tricks (laughs) treats (laughs) trick yourself trick yourself but hey look after your outside bones look after your inside bones desiccate Watch Bones. That's a TV show called Bones, Ron. Oh, class dismissed. (laughs) 